Once in a while, it's simply unlucky. We'll talk about a frustrating loss to the Buffalo Sabres, as well as looking at some concerning trends with shooting percentages for this wild team and why it seems like it's something new every loss. All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked On Wild. What is happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss out on any of our new content throughout the course of the week. Today's episode of Locked On Wild is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E Medical. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap a frustrating loss to the Buffalo Sabres that came down to, again, a couple of plays and yet another area in which the Minnesota Wild struggled early on this season. We'll take a look at their overall shooting numbers and why uh, it may be time to uh, go back to the drawing board as to where the shots come from for this team. And uh, we'll also take a look at why the margins are so razor thin for this team as the season unfolds. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. Again, coming to you from the uh, Excel Energy Center press box, covering the state volleyball tournament. And with some time in my hands again, I got to talk about what happened in last night's game against the Buffalo Sabres. Now, didn't have a chance to watch as closely as I typically like to do. But again, let's just look at some of the things that happened in this game for the Wild. Just look at some of these numbers over the course of the uh, entirety of the game um, for the Minnesota Wild. They had an advantage in Corsi percentage, which, again, is events that impact the game, such as shots, um, things along that nature that impact the final outcome of the game. Had a 60 to 40 edge. They had a 35 to 25 edge in shots, 52 to 19 edge in scoring chances, 23 to 9 edge in high danger chances, had a 4.74 expected goals compared to 2.11 for the Buffalo Sabres. And guess what happened? The Wild end up losing 3-2. to two. And it just adds another level to what has been an incredibly inconsistent start for this team this season. It seems like one night it can be that the defense gets caved in and the team allows a bunch of goals. And that's how you lose. Another night, the goaltending is better. The defense doesn't have breakdowns, and the offense can't hit the broadside of a barn. It just There is no set way that this team gets beat on a night-to-night basis. It just seems like something flares up at the absolute worst time that leads to losing these games. In last night's game, you get arguably your best special teams performance of the year, going four for four on the penalty kill and scoring two power play goals, and you still end up losing. 
And so I posed the question on Twitter last night. Are the Wild unlucky at this point in the season or are they just bad? And I know the most common refrain from people is, hey, we're 17% of the way into the season. And this team was able to correct their course. They were 7-10 and 10 early on in the season last year. 7-8-2, I think, was the exact record. But let's be honest here, an overtime loss is still a loss. So 7-10 and 10 last year through the first 17 games of the season. And uh, for the Wilds this year, they have five wins, 14 games into the season. And we're seeing just, it's basically like spinning a roulette wheel. Is it going to be the defense that lets the Wild down tonight? Is it going to be the goaltending that lets the Wild down tonight? Is it going to be the special teams that lets the Wild down tonight? Or is it going to be just a catastrophic turnover offensively that leads to a breakaway goal for the opponent, and then the offense isn't able to uh, to come in and uh, get it done. They made Devin Levy, uh, Levy look like a Vesna winner again last night after doing the same thing to Louis Domingue the night before. It's just it's frustrating beyond belief the different things that happen for this team. And yes, on one hand, you can say, well, it came down to like two plays that didn't go the Wilds' way. Otherwise, they end up winning that game. But on the other side of that coin, the Wilds had two plays go wrong, and they lost the game. That shows you how thin the margins are for this team right now, is that they have to get essentially great goaltending and really, really good defense in order to win these games. And when was the great goaltending performance this year? That was in game one. That was the signature goaltending performance of the season in which you shut out the Florida Panthers. Beyond that, there have been some good performances uh, by Marc-Andre Fleury in particular, but there haven't been any of those great goaltending performances that this team just seems to need. If they don't get great goaltending, it's too much for the offense to overcome. And it leads to just the same sorts of things being said game after game after game is that this team needs to be better. They need to play better. They need to work harder Then do it. Like we were enough into the season, I think, that this team should know what they need to do on a nightly basis in order to come away with wins. And yet we see the same types of things just on an endless loop that end up leading to teams coming away with wins. The hope was that Jared Spurgeon coming back would help solidify defense and special teams. It helped solidify the special teams, and the defense didn't have any egregious breakdowns. But again, you still lose because you get less than great goaltending. Philip Gustafson letting in more goals than was expected for the the Sabres. But it just, I think, speaks to a bigger issue with this team, which is offensively, there are a ton of shots that don't even get to the net. And that, I think, for a team that is not going to have possession against good teams, that's the other part of this, too, is you can say, well, they haven't played a ton of good teams on the schedule yet. Yes, but they've lost to teams that they should beat. You look at the games this year, the Columbus game. 
a game that there just was no reason for that type of performance after Columbus is playing on the second night of a back-to-back, and they look like they're playing their first game of the season. Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers no-show. And last night's performance, too, an incredibly beatable Buffalo Sabres team. You absolutely torch them in the face-off circle, and yet you still end up coming up short, and it leads to a road trip in which you get two points out of a possible six. And you look back and you are at some point this season, you're going to look back on these types of games, these winnable games that you should have. And you're going to say, boy, we absolutely could have used those when it's all said and done because flip side, you haven't played anybody in your division yet. And if you think that we're going to get these types of performances against the Dallas stars and Colorado avalanche and come up just short, you're wrong. So it's the schedule is going to get tougher and this team is struggling to put away teams that they should beat. And we, we knew coming into this season that this wasn't going to be a wild team that was ever going to consistently bury their opponents. But the, I mean, the game last night, Russo tweeted about it and he was spot on. The wild should have had at one point a three goal lead, but they just, they couldn't get shots to get through to the net. And it's becoming a an increasingly frustrating problem for this team, which we are going to dive into in a little bit with some stats. We'll take a look at uh, our concerning trends for the Minnesota Wilds shots so far this season as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by Parkview Advance. As a business owner, you realize there are times when receivables might fall behind. But that doesn't mean you need to fall behind on vendor payments, payroll, or rent. For more than 25 years, Parkview Advance has helped businesses secure working capital. From $5,000 to $1.5 million, Parkview Advance can approve your working capital in as little as 24 hours. It's a much easier process than you might imagine. Parkview Advance invites the many entrepreneurs that are locked on NHL fans to learn more by calling them at 203-675-0071 or go to parkviewadvance.com. If your business needs working capital, call Parkview Advance today. Parkview Advance, helping businesses with their working capital. Call 203-675-0071 or go to parkviewadvance.com. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is also brought to you by Collective. If you run a solo small business, you are an army of one, but you still need a CPA, bookkeeper, separate payroll solution, and more. Let Collective take care of the paperwork while you take care of business. Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs that lets you focus on your passion, not your paperwork. You can join the thousands of solopreneurs who have saved an average of $10,000 per year on taxes with their structure. Right now, Collective is offering a one-month free and no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash locked on and tell them Locked On NHL sent you. That's a $550 value for free when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them Locked On NHL sent you. That's collective.com slash locked on NHL. Make sure to tell them locked on NHL sent you. 
Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, make sure you join us for a pregame preview of Sunday's game against the Dallas Stars. We'll be here at the XL Energy Center giving you a countdown to all of the action uh, as the Minnesota Wild try to get back on track after now a two-game losing streak uh, heading back to the XL Energy Center here against the Dallas Stars. So let's talk about the shots for the Minnesota Wild so far this season. And I'm going to throw a couple of numbers at you uh, here, courtesy of moneypuck.com. The Minnesota Wild are currently second worst in the NHL in terms of percentage of shot attempts for that are blocked at 31% of the shots, just behind the Vancouver Canucks, who are sitting at 31.5%. And so let's just look at this from kind of let's let's just put these numbers together as we go so your entire number of shot per uh, shot attempts you cut some off it's like you've got a big big slab of ham you've got your your ham in front of you so you need to take right off the bat 31 percent of that and just cut it off and put it off to the side okay so you've got roughly 69 percent of your shot attempts left the Minnesota Wild are currently fourth worst in the NHL in number or percentage of unblocked shot attempts for that miss the net entirely. And so you take your 69% of that big piece of ham. Now you got to cut off another 33% and push that off to the side. So now you are down to 36 percent of your entire shot attempts that are getting through to the goalie and so for the wilds they need to be coming in if that's going to be just your baseline and those two numbers are those that you know you're you're going to have to live with which again i don't think should be the case but if that's the baseline and 36 percent of your shot attempts is really all you have to work with then you got to make sure that those absolutely critically count. And it's funny because you look at the heat map, which uh, for those that are watching on YouTube, I have uh, up on the screen currently. This is courtesy of Natural Stat Trick. If you look at the heat map, the area in front of the net is absolutely dark blue, which means that that is where a majority of the shot attempts have come from. Well, how in the world do you only get two goals in the net when your heat map looks exactly how it should? And so this is not a this is in this instance not a criticism of what we saw in the game against the Sabres. It is praise. The the number of shots coming in directly in front of the net is a good thing. So the Wild have tried to put the shots in the areas that they need to be. But here's where the problem lies, is that the Wild were still missing from that close to the net. And that I just can't understand. How you are missing when you are within a five-foot range of the net and you have shots that are going up over the top. You have shots that are going to the left, to the right. Or, in the absolute worst case, you have shots that are going directly into the pad of the goalie. I don't know if 
the hope is that the goalie will not be able to handle the puck and that then you can pick up a rebound and tap it past. But what have we seen wild opponents do more often than not this season? Right past the ear hole, over the shoulder, trying to get up into those tupper, uh, upper shelf areas, or five hole. We don't see a lot of shots from the opponents go directly into the chest. And so for the Wilds, the percentage of shots not being what I would call quality is another problem as well, is you see too many shots that just go directly into uh, into the goalie, right on, as is said on the, the TV broadcast. Shot attempt right into the pads of Bobrovsky. Those are easy saves. If the goalie sees it, those are as easy of saves as you're going to get. You'll notice for opponents against the uh, the Wild, a lot of the shots are higher up. And so where is the adjustment there? Why are the shots coming in to these low percentage areas, even from high danger areas? You've got to be trying to elevate. You've got to be trying to do something to get the goalie off their spot and not helping them out. This is now two instances in a row, two games in a row. And this is not this is not the only time that this has happened this year either. This is two games in a row in which you're making guys that are beatable look like prime Patrick Waugh or prime Jaguar against the Wild in the early 2000s. There just needs to be a better job done to try to hit some of those top-level areas to get the goalies off their spot to allow for goals to be had. Because if you're going to miss the net 30% of the time, the quality of the shots that actually do get through has to be way better. And so not only has just the level of inconsistencies been a problem, the quality of the shots and the missing directly in front of the net has been uh, pretty egregious as well. So we will finish today's episode by just talking a little bit in general about where this team is at because it's um, it just seems like we are really getting two different sides of the coin for kind of what the overall expectations are for this team this season. And so we'll finish by talking about that as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. We spend a lot of time talking together, listeners. We get fired up together on wins and losses as well as who starts and who sits. I am very thankful for the connection that we have, and today I want our chat to be a little more personal. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means? Bring on extended travel, bring on the next day natural disaster or supply chain issue. You're covered, my friends. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, or Revito prescriptions. And this is possible because of our friends at Jace Medical. You can go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace Medical. I'm thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half just to make sure I had them. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered the antibiotic kit and I feel secure. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would love to get peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, 
Go to jacemedical.com to see if it is offered for you. Remember to use promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase at jacemedical.com. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, again, make sure you join us for tomorrow's pregame preview from the XL Energy Center as we gear you up for Wild Stars tomorrow at 5 p.m. A chance for the Wild to get back in the win column against the Dallas Stars. And if they are able to execute their formula, they could win. But guess what? We could see one of those games that we've seen against playoff caliber teams this year, such as games against the Devils, games against the Kings, games against the Maple Leafs. And so my question in just talking about kind of where this team is at is there just is an expectation from the upper levels of management for this team. There just is an expectation that things are going to improve. This team's going to get better because they did it already. This team is going to right the ship because they did last year. And so if you want to take the approach that this group of players is going to be able to just write everything that's going on and that they will, by the end of the season, be a playoff team, I go right ahead. That is, uh, that is free reign for you to take in watching this team if you believe truly that that is what's going to happen. But here's my point again, the point that I bring up quite consistently to start this season, is that we're seeing this team play essentially as good of hockey as they can while having games be wrecked by one or two plays that completely determine the outcome of the game. So is that unlucky? Or is that just a perfect reinforcement of how small of a margin this team has to be able to win games here in 2023-2024? That they can dominate stretches in the offensive zone, but then a turnover on offense leads to the go-ahead goal on, uh, on the other end on a breakaway, and they just cannot recover from that you're not going to be able to you're you're not going to be able to live on that line the entire season and so like just the overall i think big picture for this team is that after last season the expectation was well they're going to get better they're going to get better they're going to play better but i think the thing that has been so frustrating with fans of this team is that a lot of times teams in these situations after a couple of years of lack of success in the postseason with the same formula, a lot of times teams will take a heavy look at what they're doing and make some big changes. And for the wild after last season into this season, the biggest change that was made was Pat Maroon. And so you get one side of the coin that says, well, the expectation is that this team is going to win, which is fine. That That's something that, that's that's not rocking the boat. That's something that you're going to see from the likes of a general manager or a head coach. They're not going to tell the, the, the listening public that the team is not expected to do well. So towing that company line of we expect that this team is going to win is fine. 
But then at the end of the season, you can't turn around and say when no postseason success comes with the same formula or in this case, a potential to not make the postseason entirely. You can't then at the end of the season turn around and say, well, what do you expect us to do? We don't have the cap space to be able to compete with uh, some of these other teams. And so I think where the frustration comes in is that there was a perfect opportunity after this season was done for a bit of a reset, for a bit of a tweak to the formula, for an opportunity for some other players to come in and get opportunities in this wild prospect system, as opposed to just locking the entirety of the core up and saying it's going to get better. Because if anybody's followed along with Minnesota sports in this state over the course of lengthy, lengthy histories, there are entire leather-bound books of postseason failures that have been written about Minnesota sports teams. And so to just assume that things are going to get better is something that we've seen time and time again that doesn't necessarily happen. And yes, we're sitting here after game 14 of the season. And so there is going to be a contingent of those that follow this team and those that cover this team that will always move to the there's time to turn it around. I don't necessarily want to be one of those people who in game 80 of the season with all of this stuff still going on, looks up and says, oh my God, there are two games left in the season and we're 10 games out of a postseason spot. At some point, it just isn't good enough. And for the Minnesota Wild through these first 14 games, it has not been good enough. You've got maybe two games in which you can say, yeah, we start to finish, we played a complete game. Two games through 14, that's not going to get it done. And so for a team that is just margin, paper thin margins on what you can get away with and what you can't, let's see some adversity battling here. Let's see some being able to handle adverse situations and rise above them. We've got an example of that in the game against the New York Rangers where you fall behind 3-0 and you just flip the switch and uh, turn it around. But like this, this is the other part of this too. There's no savior now. Jared Spurgeon is back. The only player that you're missing on this roster is Freddie Goudreau. And so there's nobody that is going to be able to come in and suddenly get this team to be playing as good as they did two seasons ago. At some point, you just are what you are. And so glad that Jared Spurgeon is back. It certainly seems to have helped the special teams. But guess what? As well as the Wild played against the Sabres, a loss is still a loss. And for a team that is going to be having to play in this style of games, um. You have to, every game that you have that's winnable, you have to find a way to win it. And so the fact that now 14 games in, you feel like you've let three or four games slip, I hope that that is not something that we look back on at the end of the season and say, we finished two games out of a playoff spot.
but we'll see. And uh, we'll have you set for tomorrow's game against the Dallas Stars with our live pregame preview from the XL Energy Center. So make sure to look for that tomorrow afternoon as the Wild will try to get back on track against the Dallas Stars at the XL Energy Center. That will wrap up today's episode of Locked on Wild. So once again, make sure that you subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already uh, or your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss out on any of our new content throughout the course of the week. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.